everybody and welcome to Hot Chocolate Talks. My name is Star and this is my best friend B. And <laughs> we decided to make a podcast and throw our opinions all over you. So have them. <laughs> Here, Shower take you them. In, our, in our opinions. We are still kind of trying to figure out a direction for the podcast because we started, we already recorded this episode basically like a year ago. Um, and then we never did anything with it, and that was the end of it. So, I'll have you know that my notes are gone. I'm pretty sure they're on my other laptop that I can't get into, and B doesn't have any notes on this, so we're just fucking winging it. Winging it, baby. We're doing a little bit of, like, celebrity news kind of shit. Also, we're very queer, so we'll probably be pretty queer-centric on this podcast. So, if you're not here for it, just fucking go. <laughs> go now, please. Um. Oh my god. Oh, chocolate makes me burp. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's because I was chugging it. Yeah, probably. I was trying to, to get some marshmallows. <laughs> So you're just swallowing air. Yeah. <laughs> swallowing. I mean, marshmallows are mostly made of air anyway, too. So you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, now that we've done the intro, you had a funny story. I did. Share. So I'm super late. So we're supposed to be... <laughs> I was supposed to be here at like 10 o'clock in the morning. And it's currently almost noon. It is noon. Oh, fuck. Noon one. Well, Dina just finished therapy then. <laughs> Um, but I woke up on my own at 8.30, forgot to set any alarms, and was like, oh, it's fine, I'll just stay here till 9, and then woke up again when my 10 o'clock alarm went off that I forgot about, and was like, oh my, fuck, and then I was like, okay, I gotta get up, and I gotta go, so I got up, got dressed, got some coffee, stood there in the kitchen talking with my mother and my partner, and my mom had to tell this super long, like, we were talking about how fucked up I was as a kid. <laughs> oh, great. We were talking about, um, how we were, to I, I made a comment about my mom only having one kid, and I meant at a time, because I have an older brother who's much, much older than me. Um, he's 40-something now, I think. Yeah. Oh, right? <laughs> and yeah. I'm 22. Um, oh no, I guess he can't be 40 yet. He's 16 years older than me, so everyone else can do the math. But, um, <laughs> and his birthday is in a couple months. He's 38, probably turning 39. Okay, 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 good. Um, so anyway, I made a comment, and my mom was like, you, I had two kids. You have a brother. Do you not remember that you have a brother? Uh -huh. I was like, no, mama, I meant at a time. Like, you raised one kid at a time. And then she was saying how my brother had, this is like, spooky story. Um, how my brother had an imaginary friend who was his imaginary baby sister named Natasha and he used to play with her um, and it happened my mom found out because she was driving and he unbuckled himself he was three and she was like oh honey you cannot be unbuckled you have to stay buckled because if we were in a car accident something would happen might happen to you and I couldn't handle that and he was like it's okay mama because you always, you, if I, if something happens to me, you'll still have my baby sister, Natasha. And my mom was like, 
Lefuck. Lefuck. Oh my god. And so she almost named me Natasha. Um, and then she didn't because she was like, oh, it doesn't fit well with Esther. And I was like, or you could have just gone with Natasha and said, fuck Esther. But that's fine, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't name me Natasha. Um, and so then I was like, I can't remember who said it next, but then I was like, oh yeah. And then you had me who, when I was, before I was three, no, I must have been about three, because I started to talk. I didn't talk until I was three. Um, I would tell mom, like, quote-unquote stories of when I lived with the goddess, because we were pagan, and so I didn't have, like, a afterlife with God. It was just before I was born was when I lived with the goddess. And so I was, like, <laughs> I would tell her stories about that, and, like, when I got older and I, all the stories that I remember, I remember specifically like making up, but, um, and like, I know there's like a thing that like once kids turn three years old, they can't remember prior to being born, but like kids that are under three, if they tell stories about it, like they just, they, they're the ones that have like the weird information, like I'm about to say, of things that they shouldn't know. Um, where I told my mother when I was three years old that when I lived with the goddess, I, um, I think it had to do with sitting under a tree, but that part of the story kind of changes, that this man came to me, who was an old man, and he was covered in blood, and he told me that he loved me, and that he was my grandfather, and I told my mother that when I was three years old. Oh my god. And it's funny, because my grandfather on my father's side, so, trigger warning, I guess, killed himself by shooting himself when my dad was five years old or seven years old and um I obviously didn't know that and my mom actually to this day every time I tell her she's like are you sure because she was pretty sure that he died because she knew he died in a car and she thought that he was um he died by a carbon monoxide poisoning but he shot himself basically when I was a kid I, before I even knew, like, what anything was or who anyone was, I told my mom that a man came to me before I was born who was covered in blood, told me he was my grandfather, and that he loved me. And my mom couldn't even have, like, fed that to me because she didn't think that he died in a bloody way. She knew that he had committed suicide, but she didn't know that he had died in a bloody way. And, like, even, (laughs) even, like, when I said that today, my mom was like, didn't he die of asphyxiation? I was like, mom, I saw his death certificate. Like, I literally read what the cause of death was. I know what it was. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and what's also kind of creepy about that is that as I got older, mm-hmm. I always asked my mom because I knew my grandparents on my mom's side. So I was like, what happened to dad's dad? Like, what happens? What happened to dad's dad? I never asked about his mom. I knew that his mom had died. I never asked about his dad. And my mom would be like he died he died in a car accident or he died in a car like just really vague stuff because she didn't want to tell like a kid and as like another year would go by and I'd be like mom how did dad's dad die and then and she just kept telling me all these like child age appropriate (laughs) lies about how he died and then finally when I was like nine or ten I asked her and she was like I'm gonna go get your father 
And I thought I was in trouble because I was in the bedroom and she was just like, I'm leaving. And I was like, oh no, dad's going to yell at me. Like, I shouldn't have asked. And then my dad came in and he told me the whole story about how he had this, um, he had a brain tumor and he was in a lot of pain all the time and he would get really angry and then he disappeared on New Year's Eve and they found him New Year's Day. Um, and in 1949, and that he was in his car in his garage because he owned a mechanic shop, and that he had shot himself. Um, and so then, like, nobody talked about it because this was the freaking 40s and nobody was allowed to commit suicide without the whole family suffering stigma about it. And so it was just totally, like, just buried. And, um, then... I was like, oh, wow, that's a wild story, right? Nine-year-old me. And then my dad goes at the end, well, then, of course, there is the whole side story and theory that he might have been murdered because he was working with the gang, but um, he was working with the mob. But um, anyway, yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry, what about that, dad? Oh, my God. So I made him back up and tell me <laughs> that my grandfather... On Christmas that year, so he had been working for the Italian mob at the time because he fixed cars, and he would fix their cars for them. And he, on New Year, uh, not on New Year's Eve, on Christmas, he stood up and made a whole speech to the entire family and the in-laws about how he was going to do something really big that was going to make them all so proud of him, and it was going to, um, like, everybody was going to be proud of him, and he was going to fix everything. And, um, but he didn't, but he said that he couldn't tell us what, he couldn't tell them what it was going to be, um, but that it was just going to be big and important and they were all going to be really excited and really proud of him. And then, like, five days later, he turns up dead. And it's like, oh. (laughs) Sus city. Sus (laughs) as fuck. We're like, I wonder, so the theory is that he was going to, like, turn in the mob boss or, like, just stop working for them in general. And they were like, hey, fuck you. Fuck that. How about no? And just made it look like he killed himself. So. That's crazy. Yeah. I My senior project was going to be investigating this story, but then my senior year was COVID year, so I didn't get to go. Yeah, buddy! <laughs> yeah, probably worth mentioning, we were both the class of 2020, so. Yeah. Except I didn't get my diploma till 2022. <laughs> It'd be like that. I barely got mine. Like, literally only got it because I had a handful of teachers that were like, you don't deserve to fail. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me figure this out for you. Yeah. So. I had one person like that at my school. And then I had my VLX teacher for my forensics class was like, so helpful. Yeah. <laughs> I had other VLAX teachers. One of them was my history teacher. I had her for like less than a semester because I was like, I was like, okay, technically this is my graduating year, but I don't need to get this class done by May. I just need to get it done by the end of the year because I have extenuating circumstances. So I just need to get it done by the end of this year. And she kept, em- and I was like such at the bottom of my depression. I was meeting with my school counselor every week or not school counselor, school advisor every week and I was just like I'm doing the bare minimum I'm doing the bare fucking minimum to not get kicked out of any of my VLAX classes and that's all I'm doing 
and I am not getting nearly as much done. And she was like, that's fine. As long as you're like not getting kicked out of your classes, you're fine. So that's what I did. And then, um, but this one teacher kept emailing me and being like, if you keep doing the bare minimum, you're not going to get done by May. And I was like, I don't need to be done by May. And she was like, but you're a senior. You want to graduate by May. So you need this done by May. And I was like, but I'm not graduating by May. Like, I, none of my other credits are going to be done by May either. I don't need to worry about that. And she just kept emailing me and implying that I should drop the class because all I could do was the bare minimum. So I was like, okay, fine, fuck you. And I dropped the class. All right. Well, that's crazy because it's like you were, if you were doing the bare minimum, you were doing something. Yeah. So, like, especially with it being a VLAX class, it's not like you were going to hold anybody else back. Right, exactly. doing that. Yeah. But it worked out because that meant that since I missed that credit and I missed another credit that I needed to take two other courses by the end of the year. So I ended up taking three college courses and those were good. So at least that looks better on my record. So fuck you, Velex. <laughs> I took college right. courses instead. Yeah. Bless you. Thank you. I need it. I need the blessings. <laughs> I notice. That's crazy. I was going to mention um, when you were done with your story about your grandpa that I also, when I was little, was like, I would tell my mom shit about like, mm. the other side. <laughs> and um, I remember having this like visual that I don't know if it was like when I was really little, if it was a memory and now I'm having a memory of that memory mm. or like I dreamt it. I don't know, but I remember this visual of basically, like, heaven, but again, me, like, I wasn't raised Christian at all, I was, if anything, raised pagan, but, like, my parents, like, they did not really take the yeah. time to teach me anything spiritual, it was like, if I had questions, we would talk about it, but yeah, I feel that. they did not go out of their way to teach me shit, so, um, yeah, uh, I had, in my vision, whatever, it was, like, heaven, but, like, TV screens, like, <laughs> the dinosaur screens, but, like, kind of little, like, laptop size, <laughs> and it was, like, they were just kind of all over the place, sitting on little clouds, <laughs> and each TV screen, it was kind of, like, like, how you would imagine- like a disenchantment. In Disenchantment, when Bean calls Elfo from hell. Yeah! Or, like, yeah, tells them yeah, to go yeah. to hell, and he, like, pulls up the screen. Literally! And he's like, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Yes, <laughs> it exactly think like of. that. And I was losing my mind when I saw that, too, because of this. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> so it's, like, all these different screens, and it's kind of like how you would imagine, like, how a little kid would imagine a surveillance room being, but heaven. Yeah. A heaven-themed surveillance room. Oh, my. And We but, love the indoctrination shame. <laughs> somehow it was indoctrinated. For real. It's inescapable. It really is. Um, But each screen showed, like, it was basically, like, like, monitoring different families. And... I told my mom, I don't know if I was, like, two or three, but I think I was right around that age, and it was, I think, before my parents got divorced, which was when I was four. Mm -hmm. Um, But I told her that I remembered 
picking her out. I was like, I'm so glad I chose you to be my mom. I said that to my mom, too. <laughs> I would say that all the, like, very often. I, re- I, well, I don't remember it, but I remember my mom telling me that I would tell her that um, I chose her. Yeah. Especially. Yeah, and I, like, I vaguely remember it, too. And, like, part of it is because my mom told me later. But, um, like, the the whole, like, TV screens things, it was, like, I remember basically just getting to watch parents and or soon to be parents and families and whatever and how they interacted and I'm like yep that's the one that's the family I want to go to it's so funny because like now as an adult I'm like why would I make that choice <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally both now with what we know now we're like why would we choose this right <laughs> I'm like like I can be like when I was a baby I'm like yeah that made sense but why did you guys have to fuck everything up? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's like, fair. Like, literally, like, they had it made before they had me and Mal. Like, right. money-wise, they were doing well, getting moved up to, like, middle class. And then after having us, they wanted to prioritize family time over mm-hmm. money. And, like, oh, that's so sweet and cute. Bam, you got divorced. And now neither yeah. of you have money. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now everybody's fucked. <laughs> you were four when your parents got divorced, right? Yeah. Because I remember having your fifth birthday party in the trailer. Yeah. That's the only reason I know that. Yeah. I remember you got kids about five for your yeah. fifth birthday. Yeah. <laughs> we were all so psyched. <laughs> Yo, if anybody out there listens to Kids Bop Five, you know what's up. That's the only good Kids Bop. Yeah. And simply because that's the one I. <laughs> Is that the one that had Umbrella? Yeah, it had Umbrella. <laughs> hey, ya. I said Umbrella because that's how she says it in the song. <laughs> no, straight up though, because of that song, I didn't know that that song was actually about an umbrella. Because of the way she said it, I thought it was something else. <laughs> that's totally fair. The, the way that we like understood song lyrics as kids is so wild. Mm-hmm. And I'll like catch myself sometimes. No like, wonder we chose the parents we chose. Right? <laughs> Um, like, when I'm listening to music sometimes, I'm, like, I know all of the words, but then there'll just be, like, one time that I'm listening to the song, and I'm, like, oh, my God, that's what this is about? Mm-hmm. And it's not that I, like, learned a new word by reading the lyrics or anything. It's just right. I actually finally listened to them. No, I was just saying the other day to Dina when we were at the bar, and there was the song that I used to listen to where she says, um, ah. Uh, it's the idea of like you can buy me all these things but all i need is love and um she says you could write me a love song i don't remember what it actually says serenade me at something i don't know what it what she actually says but i thought it said sarah made me at the top and i assumed that she meant like her name was sarah i don't know if her name was actually sarah but i thought that it meant that the love song was about how she had helped him like get out of some shit or whatever mm-hmm. whole life and then it was I wasn't even listening to it but one day it was like in my head for some reason and I was like serenade the word is fucking serenade not serenade <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's so funny because yeah you weren't listening to it but like when you actually think about it instead of just like mimicking the sounds mm-hmm. so that's what you I actually process the, the words it's wild yeah there were definitely a lot of songs when I was little that I would quote sing along, and I was literally just like, 
<laughs> I thought I knew the words. <laughs> I <did> Me not. <laughs> too. To be fair, I listened to a lot of songs that didn't have English words. And, like, for a lot of the beginning of my life. And so, then growing up and actually, like, listening to songs that had English words. Like, there was a... What's her name? Something McKenna. Carol McKenna. I don't know. Um, McKenna, who sings pagan songs. And she sings them in, like, a falsetto. And I could not understand a single goddamn word. So, I thought that it wasn't in English. (laughs) And then I remember, like, reading the lyrics and being like what (laughs) (laughs) that's funny because i was already so used to mimicking sounds right it's kind of funny that it took me this long to get into k-pop because of (laughs) listening to different songs as a kid that weren't in english and how i just got used to mimicking sounds Mm. i am still not on the k-pop train really that's fair there's like you know, dynamite. Like I, which I is enjoy an all English song. <laughs> no, oh yeah, it is. It's literally one of the. They have like two songs that are all in English, and that's one of them. I know that I have at least listened to like one. What is that band? BTS. BTS. I've listened to at least one BTS song that had Korean in it. Probably because of me. Probably, and I <laughs> I enjoyed it, but like. I've also, in the past, like, I'll go through phases where I just want to listen to French music or I just want to <laughs> listen to Spanish music. That's fair. Um, but with those, it's more like, like, because I kind of know how to speak those languages. Mm. Not enough to actually understand more than 50% of the words, but, like, enough to kind of excuse me, um, to start mimicking the sounds and stuff, and then that helps you learn the language, but... Yeah. I think it's, like, physically impossible for me to learn another language at this point. <laughs> like I said, I, so, I've tried to learn, like, seven different languages in my life. Like, I took Irish for four years. I spent, like, six years learning German. I don't remember anything. I barely, in those in that amount of time, made it to basic conversational and, like, the closest I got was with Irish. And all I can really remember how to say is precocely dear, which means, oh, thank God. <laughs> and mostly that's because there was a section in our class where we would speak just Irish. Like, he would just speak Irish at us, and we would be totally fucking lost. Oh my God. And then he would be like, okay, the, the Irish section's over. And my mother and I would both go, precocely dear. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone would laugh. And that was just it. Yeah, It was insane. Um, but like I said, I didn't start talking till I was three. Like I started walking when, like before I was one, but I could, I did not talk until I was three, which is like pretty abnormal. And I'm thinking that I have some sort of like learning disability anyway. Cause like, I think I have dysgraphia, which is a handwriting learning disability. Um, and I feel like things like that tend to go hand in hand. Um, so <laughs> and I can't do numbers for shit so like yeah uh I feel like it took me so long to learn just my first language and I feel like I have an inability to memorize any other language and it's just 
it it feels so impossible yeah. anytime I try. I'm like, I don't even feel like I have a foothold. <laughs> because it's not even like, I can't even get to a point where my brain hears the words and understands it in the language. I'm just hearing the words and trying real fucking hard to translate it back to English. Right. It's never the automatic. Right. Right. I can never get it to do that. I, that's why I, I can only go so far in any of the languages I've tried to learn, because there's only so much you can translate that fast. Right. It's really discouraging, so I want to live in Iceland. <laughs> like, right. trying to learn Icelandic, and I'm like, ah. Right. Well, this is a great time to introduce our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. They should sponsor us, though. Have you ever tried Duolingo? Yeah, and they don't have Icelandic, and I want to cry about it. Oh. I have checked, like, every year. They do not have Icelandic. And they said that at one one year they had it up that they were going to make Icelandic, but then they couldn't find enough translators to work with, so they ended up canceling it, and now they just have a website where when you Google it that says, we will not ever be putting up, we have no plans to put up Icelandic. But um, here's a list of other sources you can learn Icelandic from. Oh my god, that's so discouraging. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Shout out here to John Arnold, who has the highest ever Duolingo streak of over 2,000 days. He's a horse farmer and a chemist who's been studying for 5.5 years straight. What is he learning? It, I don't know. Just all of them? <laughs> Just, <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's now... Quadlingual. <laughs> so now that we're 44 minutes into this, we should probably start on our topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, I did want to, before we, I know we were talking about doing Avril Lavigne, but I did want to talk about Demi Lovato a little bit, because okay. we also talked about her last time. Um, and... I mean, it's not like we're going to use that now, but it, it was something that we did a little research on. Um, do they use she, her, no? I think she, they. Yeah. It's the last I knew. But didn't they say that they did that just because they were sick of being misgendered? I honestly don't know. Okay. I It was literally like, I only found out because somebody posted a TikTok and they used all she, her pronouns throughout the entire video referring to her. And then, like, I went in the comments to be like, hey, fuckface. <laughs> um, and then all of the comments were like, yeah, she changed them. They're, they're totally fine. Like, like, I didn't end up commenting because people were already having the argument. Mm. But then I, like, went to her Instagram and it said she, they. And that's all I, all I know. I didn't get the, That's fair. The I remember, story. I remember seeing that they posted... They posted that they changed their pronouns on their bios because they were being um, misgendered constantly in articles, and they were sick of the of people needing to argue against them, like against mm -hmm. the person who misgendered them. Um, and then it was easier to just have both. So that's unfortunate. It is. I understand the logic. Excuse me. I should probably lean in a little closer. I can't Not see Not when the... you burp, though. Yeah. Yeah, when I burp. I'm so hungry. <laughs> we should get lunch after. <laughs> yeah. It is lunchtime. And I didn't eat anything. 
crackhead. I get a nervous stomach in the morning. <laughs> a nervous stomach? Yeah. <laughs> I have coffee. Well, hey, good time to transition into our second sponsor. <laughs> I feel like I'm just making up these. Sponsors. Yeah, I hope that the, I hope that this happens. <laughs> um, our second we'll have sponsor. more sponsors and more ads than distractible. Yeah, <laughs> our second sponsor being Lifesum. I have um, no idea what the fuck that even is. It's this app again, another app. I really like it, but I've kind of stopped using it because I am doing good enough without it. And it also connects to the health app, like the Apple Health app which means any other app you use that's connected to that will share data with each other. So when I use like my watch and I put in that I just did, like I'm tracking a workout actively, then as soon as the workout's done, the data goes back and is shared with this and it'll say, oh, you need like three more glasses of water now. Oh, it's smart too. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is cool. Yeah, and then and like the the amount of calories that it wants you to have will change on a daily basis too. Like if you had if you under ate yesterday, then the next day it'll say, Okay, maybe a hundred extra calories today, like something mm. like that. Um I wonder how that would connect for with my blood sugar app. Mm. That also it can connect through the health app. I just never use the health app, so I never set it up. Right. But that would be cool, probably. That could be cool. I, I mean, I've never looked into that because I don't have diabetes. <laughs> but, but, yeah. For real, if um, any representatives from Duolingo or LifeSum are listening, uh, hit us up. <laughs> I don't know where we're going to post this or if they can communicate that way. Uh, we'll probably post social medias. Yeah. I'll make us an email, at least. Yeah. Because I need an email to set up the Spotify um rss line feed so yeah so hit us up these are genuine feelings and thoughts about your products and services and we could use the sponsorship thank you agreed (laughs) (laughs) we ready to go back to the topic yeah so i I brought up demi lovato um oh yeah (laughs) You didn't even get to say what you were going to say about that. Um, they have, re- since the first time we like did research, made notes, and recorded, they've released another album. And also, um, I don't know if it's a single. I've listened to it a couple times, but I think it's a single. Um, a re-release of... Uh, fuck. Now I gotta look it up, because I don't remember which song it was. That's funny, because that's what the new album's called, right? Holy fuck. Holy yeah. fuck, yeah. <laughs> the, the movie. Yeah. Um, have you listened to Holy Fuck? Yes. Very good. Agreed. Very, very good. Um, Heart Attack. Heart oh! Attack. They released a rock version of Heart Attack. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good, and it still has, like some of the effects and stuff of the pop version and it's very similar to that version but except it's rock and the vocals go absolutely bonkers I'm adding it to my library now yes nice (laughs) um 
I'm sure you noticed on the Holy Fuck album, their vocals now are fucking crazy. Like, yeah. they, you can tell they put in the work. They've always been a really talented singer and had great range, but, like, some of the fucking high... Yeah. It's not even whistle tones, but it's, like, high enough to be that. But she's just doing it, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's falsetto, whatever. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute insanity. I Honestly, I think they could probably do, like, a dog whistle like type frequency <laughs> yeah. with her voice at this point <laughs> that only dogs can hear yeah um at my previous job not target the other one um <laughs> i would often just play music super loud in the kitchen i would have it blasting because like you couldn't hear it out mm-hmm. on the floor and i was listening to a playlist called emo songs for when you want to stop being emo <laughs> that's like i put fallout boy paramore demi lovato a little halsey a little 21 pilots mm. but like i tried to keep off the ones that actually make me sad mm. um so it's like kind of like hype music but mm. emo bands and musicians okay okay i see what you mean um so i play that a lot because it's like one of my longest playlists and uh 29 came on by demi um and one of my servers was there and he walked into the kitchen like right after the song had started and he was like oh the song is a little scandalous or like whatever he said like like yeah there's a lot of drama surrounding this song and i was like I mean, I I guess, like, I'm not on Twitter like that. I turned off notifications for just about all of my social medias because hmm. it was getting out of hand. I was wasting so much time. Um, but, like, so, like, I haven't seen anyone talk about 29 at all. I don't even know who it's about. That's how out of the loop I am. That's fair. Do you know? No. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it was I don't know how publicly this guy was named because right. obviously it was something that happened student and a teacher right so I don't think that the person was publicly named but I would look it up but I feel like that like somebody has has got to have figured it out and yeah. put it out there like just off of like pictures and like her friends taking pictures like there's no way it's completely a secret um, but he said, like, <laughs> Demi Lotto just released a song called 29. Is it about Wilmer Valderma? I guess. Wilmer Valderrama? I don't know. I don't know who that is. I don't either. But, like, the song pops off, sounds lovely. This goes back to us talking about how we just mimic the sounds. <laughs> I'm just listening for the sounds of the song. It's great. I love it. But it also, like, makes me emotional without even knowing who it was about. I'm, like, sad for her. Mm-hmm. Like, that w- when she was 17, like, that was, I think, probably right after she started using drugs. Mm-hmm. So, like, that was a rough fucking time for her. Oh, yeah, it totally is about this guy. 
at the age of 17, when she was still very much a teenager, she met Wil- Wilmer Valderrama for the first time. They ended up dating for six years, starting after her 18th birthday. And yes, Wilmer was 29 at the time. So They, they met when she was 17 and started dating after her 18th birthday? Yeah. Can you say groomer? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> like, textbook groomer yeah that's what the lyrics say the lyrics say 1729 yeah um and yeah a student and a teacher i don't know if that is a real life thing but it says the song says um oh fuck i don't remember but it's something about a student and a teacher right yeah i remember that part too um I don't know what the what she actually says in the line right before that because I haven't looked at the lyrics and I don't. I'm just thinking sounds. No, you're valid. Um, I'm trying to remember too. But yeah, it's it also was like the chorus, like finally twenty nine. Too young to drink wine, maybe. I think that's a different verse, but yeah. Um. Nope. Yeah, it is. Uh, pedal on the vine, too young to drink wine, just five years a bleeder, student and a teacher. Five years a what? Bleeder. Five just years five years a bleeder. a bleeder. What does that mean? Five years after you get your period. Oh my 13, god. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Oh my god. <laughs> just five years a bleeder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You should really read the lyrics before you talk about the song. <laughs> True. Oh, fuck me. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I don't care about milk and Irish anymore. <laughs> I think I know all the other words besides that because that's not a term that I hear enough to just know right off the bat that's what they're saying. That's fair. All of the words in this song, it's just like, it's so good because any situation similar to it is like, kind of encapsulates so many different scenarios that I've seen in pop culture or just in life seeing people dating way out of their age bracket oh my god the amount of young girls that I know right now um like one of them I went to high school with she was a freshman when I was a senior one of them rode my mom's bus was a year younger than me they're both dating men like in their upper 30s early 40s and they're both younger than me yeah there's a girl that was a year below me in high school who is married to a 40 year old man with kids like are you joking and that's no shade to her it's just like what are these men thinking (laughs) why obviously i don't know when they met or anything i don't know their story but it's Big yikes. Big ol' fucking yikes. The fact that she's married anyway, I'm not even, like, sometimes I think about it, like, I think about the pretty dress and whatever, but I'm not at all ready for marriage. Yeah. At the ripe age of 21, and I'm pretty sure she got married, like, last year or the year before, so, 19. Mm. Girl, no. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be lying if I said I didn't have a ton of anxiety about putting this, putting out this song that was said about the new track. 
Demi Lovato's new song, 29, is here, and it seems to include a not-so-subtle reference to her ex, Wilmer, whatever. I'm just calling him Will. <laughs> the scathing track dissects an inappropriate relationship between a 17 and 29-year-old, which were Lovato and Will's ages when they first met. Lovato and Will dated for six years after co-star, after co-starring in a commercial for Voto Latino in, in 2015, the singer revealed that Will did not want to be romantically involved until Lovato was 18. Back then, it seemed like Lovato was comfortable with their age difference, but now that the singer is 29 as well, she's reflecting on their time together. Lovato has not confirmed exactly what the song is about, but the chorus is even more damning. Finally, 29. Funny, just like you were at the time. Thought it was a teenage dream, just fantasy. Was it user mine? 1729. But yeah, I think, like, what I was saying about it kind of encapsulating the, like, situations that other young women or girls are in is, like, even, like, if the ages are slightly different or whatever, like the thought it was a teenage dream just a fantasy like a lot of young girls are like they dream of and fantasize about being with an older man for various reasons sometimes it's because like we all know men are stupid and they take forever to mature so like women who I mean, a, a lot of times it's smart young women who know that, that men take longer to mature. They're like, yeah, I would just rather be with someone who's on the same level as me. But 17 to 29 versus like 17 and 20 or 17 and 21. Even those gaps are kind of like mm. a lot of people wouldn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But like... That makes a little more sense than to 29. That's a whole 12 yeah. years, right? 12 years is way, 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 way too much Yeah. for being 17. 17 or 18. Like, even 18, yeah, you're legal. You can date whoever you want, technically speaking. No. 17? No. 18. Oh, I thought you said 17. Um, right, well, technically speaking, when you're 18, like, you can date whoever you want, but, like, those people shouldn't want to date you. Right, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Something is wrong with them if they think that y'all have anything in common. I don't understand what kind of controversy could come about from that song. I mean, like, I do, I understand that there are people out there who defend people like that but I mean realistically like be fucking for real (laughs) how do you hear all the things that are in that song and not just be like yeah good for her she's healing and moving on because she's not saying like you're going to hell you're a terrible person I hate you yeah like she could have said all those things and I would have supported her personally yeah but she didn't She was just reflecting and saying, I would have never done that. Like, now I'm your age and I would never even think about it. It almost comes across as, like, advice to her younger self. Right. Or, like, at the very least, advice to other girls of 17. Right. Being like, 
now that I'm 29, I can tell you that that is fucking weird. Right. <laughs> Literally. And, like, I don't even know who that man is. Clearly, he's in acting of mm-hmm. some form. Any, like, situation like that where he has a social presence, they both have social presences, and he's older and I'm sure has more money, he has power over her, regardless of their age. Mm-hmm. But then you bring that in as well, and it's like, okay, you're a sleaze bag. so good for Demi proud of you for putting that out even though it made you anxious to do it did you see that thing online about the priest or pastor I don't remember which one of those can get married that um waited four years until his girlfriend was 18 for them to get married no. And it was, like, this huge online post, because she had, like, her 18 birth, like, the 18 for the birthday balloons. And he was, like, he made this long post about how excited he is, and now they can actually be together, because he wanted to be a respectable person and wait until she was 18, and blah, blah, blah. Which, you know, meant that he's been waiting four years, which means she was 14, and he's, like, in his 30s. Oh, my God! Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a respectable person. Then you should have never gotten involved with a 14-year-old. <laughs> that is a child. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. And then, like, there's us who's on the opposite side of the spectrum. And, I mean, I can't speak for you, but personally, when I was a senior and I was single most of the year, I felt like a fucking creep for even thinking that freshmen were attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. like, sophomores. Like, I felt so creepy. And then I was like, well, I can't date anyone from school because they're all babies. That's not happening. So I need to try and date someone older than me. And all of them had, like, the same reaction to me because, like, I turned 18 kind of in the beginning of my senior year. And... So then I was, like, on Tinder, because I could. Mm-hmm. And anyone I matched with, like, 20 and older was like, oh, you're in high school? Ugh. Yeah. Ooh. And then there were those, like, a couple random guys that were like, oh, no, that's totally fine. <laughs> that's so cool. And that's when you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like, if they're attracted to you, you know, there's a problem. Right. And then I would have a couple experiences, like, after I had the first couple where people were like, oh, I didn't realize, like, you were so young, like, sorry, Mm -hmm, whatever. mm -hmm. And after having that, I matched with a woman who was 21, and I just started, like, talking to her, like, assuming we were just gonna be friends by Mm -hmm. matching. I was like, there's no way she matched with me because she's attracted to me. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, then she's, like, tried to set up a date or whatever and I was like oh I don't know about that (laughs) that's so funny yeah no I (laughs) sorry no I was just gonna say like I was definitely like a little too careful and like thinking about that a little too much Mm -hmm. but it's because things like that happen and sometimes the person who's older doesn't understand that what they're doing is wrong 
but like sometimes they do. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to be the person who didn't understand that I was taking advantage. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so when I was in high school, I didn't start high school till I was 17 because I was homeschooled. And that's why I graduated like so late. And I was so old when I graduated because I was really old when I started. So fuck off. Um, <laughs> but um, I have another best friend, Chelsea. And we met in high school. And so when I was 18, she was 16. Right? Yeah, because I'm 22. And she just turned 20. Um, our birthdays are in the same month. So we're basically exactly two years apart. And so, she was 16, and she met this guy, and she was like, I think she worked with him? I don't remember how they met. But she was, like, all about him, and I was like, I don't like him. Like, I think I met him once, and I was just like, I really don't like him. And then I was like, I found out that he was 18, which meant that he was the same age as me. And I was like, Chelsea! he's too old for you. 18 is too old for you. And she was like, you're 18. Are you saying that you're too old to date me? And I was like, yes, I am. That is why you're in the friend zone. (laughs) I'm too old for you. I've had a few friends, especially like in my senior year, because I was single most of the year, I was really popping off. Uh, and, And I was a senior. So like I had a lot of people who were looking up to me. Um, in band and in theater and all of those different clubs you do where it's all the grades. Um, and I, like, after high school, a couple of people have told me, like, yeah, so-and-so and, like, three other people were all in love with you. <laughs> but, but never said anything because, like, you explicitly said that that was too young. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> um, but yeah, when I was, even when I was approaching 18, like I was 17 and I was like, my 18th birthday is coming up. Like, I'm not trying to start any relationships <laughs> with people younger than me because then there's going to be that weird period where I'm 18 and mm-hmm. I can do certain things and they can't and... And then what if we end up falling in love and we're together for a long time and then I turn 21 and and they can't, whatever. I'm still, (laughs) like, my current girlfriend is a year younger than me, almost. Mm -hmm. And I can go drinking and she cannot. But it's a year. It doesn't really matter. But when I was that age, I was like, like, when you're younger that amount of time definitely matters more so yeah and I think another point that's usually made around this topic is life experiences Mm. and like how it's quite easy for somebody who is 18 to also feel like there's not a large age gap between somebody who's who, who you are in 16 because you're both in high school. Mm. But then as soon as you graduate, and then you realize your partner still has, like, a year and a half of high school, and you're, like, going on to college, it's usually when age gap relationships break up because you have two different life figures, two different places. Mm. And, like, that's why people who are seniors in college, 
even if there is no age gap because like somebody started earlier and somebody started later wouldn't necessarily date a freshman in college who is around their same age still because they're about to leave college and move on with their life um and so I think it's more difficult when you're in those phases of like you spend four years and you feel stagnant and you don't feel like you've changed from the beginning of freshman year and so when you're with all these other people that are now freshmen and you're senior you're like we have the same life experience like we're in the same situation and that happened like I have a friend who has a decent age gap in her relationship and nobody has a problem with it like we all did at first we were all really concerned but we were like actually you're kind of cool because they met in college because he just stayed back um like he didn't start college till later in life and she started college pretty early and now they've been together for like four years five years and they're engaged and the age gap is like four years I think maybe I actually don't remember how old she was when they started dating, but I remember her mom telling me that her new boyfriend was 26, and I was like, no. No. No, he's not. Not anymore. (laughs) And then she was like, no, I know, I get it. Like, I felt the same way, because obviously she's my daughter, but, like, I met him, and, like, he seems really nice. And then my mom met him. Literally everybody in my family met my friend's now fiancé, like, years before I did. (laughs) Including the person I am dating. Like, my partner met him way before I did. Yikes. Well, now I know which friend you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... I mean, if it is actually four years, it's not terrible, but yeah, when you're... It could be six years. I really don't know. And that is why, like you said, it comes down to, like, what phase of your life you're in. Yeah, and they're both, like... I think they're both graduating this year because she spent, like, an extra year in college because her college kind of screwed her over. Mm. And she hadn't declared her official major. And then they dissolved that major before she could declare it. And if she could have declared it before they dissolved it, then she would have been grandfathered in and could have completed her degree. But since she was undeclared and they dissolved it without telling her, she couldn't actually get that degree. So then she spent forever trying to figure out what other degree she can make and get and all that shit that sucks dude but anyway yeah point is they're in college together they live together they like carpool to school and stuff and like they have like basically they're in the same point in their life together at the same time yeah um and they haven't really had a lot of other outside influential experiences that they didn't share already right so yeah so that makes sense yeah versus like a 38 year old meeting Mm -hmm. a 17 year old and like having kids already having an ex-wife oh my god yeah like that's crazy You've already been through marriage and your girlfriend hasn't graduated high school yet. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Marriage and divorce. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't understand how anyone could do that. Like, like on the man's part, I just, I don't get it. 
I don't think I want to. <laughs> no, me neither. But. Okay. Here's the picture of them together. That's Demi? No, 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 no. This is the pastor. Oh, my God. Ew. Doesn't she, like, literally look 16 still? Yeah. So, um, my, the article that I'm reading from is sportskita.com. <laughs> Gotta love it. Um, German YouTuber and youth pastor Joshua Wesley is receiving immense backlash online after an Instagram post where he collaborated, nope, where he celebrated his girlfriend's 18th birthday went viral online. In an Instagram post, the pastor indicated that he had been in a relationship with his now wife since she was 14 years old. Then there's a disclaimer for content. Um, netizens. Oh my god. That's like internet citizens. That's hilarious. (laughs) are now claimed that he groomed the teenager and accused him of being a pedophile. Uh, in an Instagram post, Wis- Wisley? <laughs> Wesley stated that his wife was finally 18, quote-unquote. He added that his now-wife, Isabel Wesley, has been his, quote, best friend for four years, unquote. So this YouTuber pastor, youth pastor, this YouTube youth pastor, waited four years for his girlfriend to turn 18. I'm not great at math, but what's that called? <laughs> Right. <laughs> so his OG post says, finally 18 with a star eye emoji and a heart emoji. I can't describe with words what you mean to me and what kind of person you are. You have been my best friend for four years. You are my girlfriend that I love, appreciate, respect, and admire more than anything. Every moment I spend by your side is like my life is like my life has a filter. You're stupid. Thank you for all you give me every day. So excited for the life ahead of us. Love your forever loving Joshua. <laughs> Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh my god, the age of consent in Germany is 14. Oh, Jesus Christ. The two were engaged on December 19th, 2020, just a month after she turned 18. Then they got married in August of 2021. He has never revealed his age. Reddit users like Grad School Despair claim that the pastor is 24. That would mean he was 20. And he was 14. Blech. Nuh-uh. <laughs> like, imagine being at your a wedding. Just any wedding, not your own. Imagine being at a wedding and... You look up at the bride and groom's table, and the groom is sipping champagne, and mm-hmm. the bride has a juice pouch. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that is such a good visual. <laughs> no, but the thing, that's the thing that I bring up all the time, where I'm like, why would you want to get married before 21? Like, especially in religious circles, people get married long before they're 21, and I'm like, you can't even drink at your wedding. But to be fair, those people are the same people that wouldn't have drank at their wedding even if they were over 21. But I feel like a good rule of thumb is you should be allowed to drink at your own wedding. Whether you choose to or not is up to you. But you should should be be old enough to choose to drink. (laughs) That's how old you should be before you get married. Yeah. I think that's absolutely insane. I think it's crazy how there's so many, like, super strict religions or, like, overbearing religions that encourage people to get married so young Mm -hmm. 
But then they're the ones that are claiming, like, the gays are ruining the sanctity of marriage and whatever. <laughs> like, y'all are No, the, the reason... children are ruining the sanctity right. of marriage. Right. Letting kids get married, that's what's ruining the sanctity of marriage. <laughs> like, even if y'all are the same age, two 18-year-olds, no, you yeah. do not need to get married. Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. What, like, what does that give you? The right to have sex? Mm-hmm. And when you're 18 and you have raging hormones and you're just... Just thinking don't know what about, to do about it, You're gonna get married. Right. So that you can be allowed to do that. And then you're gonna have your own kids and you're not gonna know what to do. And you're not gonna ever grow up or go to college. Right, or you're anything. gonna be a permanent child. Mm-hmm. And then your kids are gonna suffer. And that is the whole fucking cycle that this society is in. If you're not old enough to know better than to stay in the religion. Right. Um, sounds like a good deal. Right. And like, then it turns out you and your partner don't actually get along. And then you stay together for the kids. <laughs> and it's just a continuous cycle. Yeah. And then you're just miserable till death. Yay. Yay. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. Slut around, please. For the love of God. <laughs> for the love of God. Be a whore. Please. <laughs> like, try different things out. Try different people. Whether or not you're having sex with them. Like, date different people. Get right, to know yeah. yourself. Take away the whole, like, be a whore thing. Literally just get to know yourself. Because how are you supposed to know what you want in a partner? Yeah. You don't watch The Bachelor, right? Mm-mm. I also don't watch The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. But sometimes The Bachelor is on TV when I come home. Mm-hmm. And I'm cooking dinner. And I get to see shit. And then my mom, who also hates The Bachelor, will sit there and not change the channel. And just complain the entire time. So we get into arguments sometimes. About The Fucking Bachelor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and neither of us even like The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. So. I'm gonna give you some Bachelor tea. Okay. So The Bachelor is when there's one guy mm-hmm. and a bunch of girls. Okay. Yes. Um, so, I don't know how far in it is. I don't know how shit works. I don't know fuck shit mm-hmm. anything about The Bachelor, which I think is going to make my recap way funnier. <laughs> um, but there's, like, a couple girls. There's at least two. I saw two. And... They've got, and I think there's two or three by the time they get to this stage in the show. But, like, they have this thing called the fantasy suite. And that's when they're allowed to have sex on the show. Which is just a fucking wild concept to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, they are like, yeah, teehee. This is where you can just have sex. And he's like, I don't think I want to have sex with anybody. I think we should just take sex off the table. And they're like, okay, sure. So he tells all the girls that he doesn't want to have sex when he goes to the fantasy suite. First girl he takes to the fantasy suite fucking sleeps with her. And he's like, oh, this is, like, we shared something that was really special and, like, really important to us and... 
Um, I don't regret that. But now I have to tell every other girl that I fucked this one girl. No, you don't. So he go, which, okay, in his defense, which I'm going to devil's advocate a lot here. Um, he, it's a fucking TV show. They're going to find out after the show. And if he ends up with not that girl, and then that girl watches the show, I can imagine the um, engagement ending pretty quickly. So he goes to the girl that he slept with and he's like, I need to tell the others that we slept together. And she starts crying because she knows she's going to be a fucking target now. Um... And he's like, but this is okay. Like, this is fine. And so my mom is like, oh, he's a cheater. That means, like, you can never trust him. He's just going to sleep with anybody. And I was like, I don't think that counts as cheating. And I was like, I don't think he should have slept with her after telling everybody he wasn't going to sleep with anybody. But I really don't think that makes him a cheater. Because you're already in that situation with the expectation of he's going to sleep with any girl. He was the one that changed the parameters and said, I don't want to. But then he changed his own parameters again and said, actually, I want to. And so I feel like he wasn't, like, he wasn't changing the rules. He was just changing what he was comfortable with doing. Um, and, like, the rules were still that he could sleep with any of them. And I think that if you're looking at it from a perspective of, like, those were already really shitty rules that he could sleep with any of them, then you could say that he was already a cheater, but you could say that every single guy on The Bachelor is going to end up a cheater, because why wouldn't they Right at this point? Um, and so he told this other girl, and they were in the fucking woods. I don't know why, but they had them, like, sitting in a log, like they were on Naked and Afraid or some shit. <laughs> and he's sitting there, and she has her arm around him, and he has his arm, his one arm around her, and then his other hand is, like, down on her inner thigh, just, like, gently just, like, caressing her inner thigh. And he's telling her that he slept with this other girl. And she's like, oh, my God. And so she's just kind of, like, a little bit in shock at first. And then she finally, like, gets up and she starts crying. And, like, there's, like, they splice the one-on-one -on -one interviews with her versus, like, what happened with him. And she's like, oh, my God, like what does he want me to do? Give him a high five and say, yeah, buddy, good for you. <laughs> and she was like, I don't know what he wants me to do. Like, why would he want me to react any, any at all positively to this? Right. And why would he tell her one-on-one? -on -one? That's like, if he got everybody together as a group to be like, yeah, actually this happened. Right. That makes way more sense. And he wouldn't have even had to say who it was. He could have said, I actually changed my mind. I did hook up with somebody in the I fantasy I think that they suite. had to know. I think that they, I think that they would have figured it out because they knew who was in the fantasy suite with him. Um, because it was like their scheduled time together. Um, but I suppose he could have just waited until the end. Can you imagine if he just slept with every single one of them and then was like, <laughs> waited until the end and was like, so one of the girls really changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I feel like I have a really strong connection with one of the girls because we actually ended up hooking up <laughs> and every single girl is like oh it's me <laughs> oh my god I think I would actually riot and get rid I would burn down the tv show <laughs> myself um it would be kind of hilarious though yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, as this was happening, when she said that, when she was like, what does he want me to do? Give him a high five. 
Um, and that was pretty much all I saw because it went to commercial break and my mom and I were yelling at each other about whether he was a cheater or not because I was like, I don't think he's a good person and I don't think he should have done that, but I don't think that he was a cheater. Like, I don't, he didn't break any rules. He's just fucking a jerk. But I don't think that that automatically makes him a cheater. Um, but anyway, um, and almost, my mom was the one that pointed out that he was caressing her thigh while he told her and I was like, what the? fuck is wrong with you like you're just like snuggling her and being like yeah i fucked another girl like what the fuck literally anyway so when he was like oh um or when she was like i should do you want me to like give you a high five um i was like i wish that i could be on the bachelor just so that i could have been in that situation and been like fuck yeah buddy how do you like my slowy seconds or something like that because I just want to go on, like, the only way that I, and I desperately want to go on The Bachelor, but only because I want to go on as a secret gay plan <laughs> and seduce every other woman. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that happened in a recent season. I heard people talking about, like, two of the girls actually getting together. And oh, being shit. like, yeah, fuck the guy. I don't watch it, though, so I don't fucking know. Because I heard about, um, I heard about this guy being like um or no i i follow a tiktoker i don't know if it's on tiktok doesn't matter but um a a stand-up comedian who's a lesbian and she was like i had the biggest crush on this one um bachelorette contestant and then that contestant like slid into her dms at one point and she like was on stage and like she blanked it out for the internet, but she told the people that she was telling, like, she read the whole conversation. She was like, I can't tell if she's into me or not, so I'm gonna just read the conversation. (laughs) And so she reads basically the conversation and, like, describes all the emojis, and people are like, oh my god, she's into you! (laughs) Um, And they were supposed to, like, meet up for coffee and shit. And she was like, it was literally my dream come true. (laughs) And so I'm like, I would have loved to be on The Bachelor just for that reason. Or be on The Bachelorette, be The Bachelorette, and just deny and fuck with the heads of every single man there. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my life goals. That's fair, that's fair. So, yeah. I think, um, actually that could be a good topic for next time, is talking about, like, reality love shows. Because there's a lot of them, besides... Mm-hmm the bachelor and bachelorette a lot of them are based around those Mm -hmm. because they're like the ogs but um me and jasmine have watched a couple different ones there's like are you the one perfect match um now i can't think of the names of any of the other ones but love island love island all kinds of different stuff like that and it's so crazy i want to go back to like how you mentioned the fantasy suite Mm -hmm. they all have their own versions of that Hmm. And it's just, like, anyone in the house can couple up and go to that one bed Mm. and fuck for five surround cameras. Mm. Like, (laughs) no. (laughs) And they all do it. Like, there's maybe, like, one or two people out of every season that are like, no, I'm good. Like, my family's gonna watch this. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Like, and it's not like they show all of it on the show but they recorded all of it yeah they have that right there are people that watched it to cut it out right somebody saw it that editing room must be a fucking mess yeah i'm (laughs) sure it's full of incels as well i'm sure it's full of cum 
That's why I said it's a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have one minute left, according to the thing in the corner, but that's not how math works. We have three minutes left, according to math. Yeah. <laughs> um, But that's a good place to start. Stop. Good first episode. Thank you for was joining it? us. <laughs> it was... A hot chocolate talk in all its glory. <laughs> yeah. Except we weren't in the bathroom this time. Yeah. Mom asked if we were going to go in there. That's fair. <laughs> and I was like, nah. I'm not trying to hold everybody else up for the next two hours. <laughs> I like, literally be like, yeah, you have to go to the neighbor's house. We're recording in here. <laughs> no. Um... But thank you for joining us. I hope you join us again. What is that? You can still finish this recording, but you won't be able to access your files. Upgrade what? your account to unlock unlimited recording. So there, we can't access what we're saying right now. Correct. Bitch! <laughs> okay, well. Bye! You think you're going to be able to edit that out? You're not talking about anything important. How? <laughs> you're not even talking. I did it while you weren't talking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.